feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. Welcome to this week's edition of the Conquer Local podcast. My name is George Leith. Today, we are being joined by Nina Blankenship, and we were introduced to Nina here over the last month or so. She has been working for LinkedIn for the past six years in Singapore, and then COVID hit. And like many other professionals, Nina was forced to uh, leave her position. And she now has started her own organization called Let's Brainstorm. And she's bringing a lot of the learnings that she has from working at LinkedIn. You know, Nina was awarded the 2018 Best Global Business Partner on Global Search and Staffing Team for LinkedIn. She was nominated for the Global Leverage Award. And in 2020, she won the LinkedIn Learning Author for her video strategies for high engagement. She is an expert in how to leverage video on LinkedIn. And we're gonna learn all about Nina Blankenship's history at LinkedIn, how you can utilize the platform to grow viral video for your organization and how to elevate your personal brand in just seven days. Nina Blankenship, the CEO of Let's Brainstorm, coming up next on the Conquer Local Podcast. It's the next edition of the Conquer Local Podcast and joining us all the way from beautiful Orlando, Florida, Nina Blankenship, the CEO of Let's Brainstorm. Nina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What a nice, warm welcome. We're very excited to have you on the show and learn a little bit about you and your journey. I do want to mention 2020 LinkedIn Learning Author for Video Strategies for High Engagement. That's one award. Number two, 2019 nominated for Global Leverage Award and awarded 2018's Best Global Business Partner, Global Search and Staffing Team. So congratulations on those three awards. Thank you. And um, I'm really going to be giving the inside scoop of why I personally believed I was recognized for those awards, because at LinkedIn, the talent is phenomenal. You know, so nowadays it's, you know, how do you stand out from not only your competitors, but how do you get promoted internally within a company? And also how do you gain global recognition? So I hope to be able to share that with everybody today. Well, I, and I was uh, looking at the the bio and going through it. You were at LinkedIn for six years in Singapore. Tell us about that experience. Yeah. So basically, what how I even got there, just to give a, a little bit of a background, um, I first started out with LinkedIn in the New York office, and I ended up being top sales in North America for our media products and within the search and staffing division. And then I ended up moving to Singapore as they created a role for me to consult about 17 sales and you know uh, relationship managers that their job was providing consultation to all LinkedIn products. So my division was really just focusing on the media solutions, but the goals of our corporate clients were to generate leads, create an awareness. They wanted to have a buzz for their brand. Many of the leaders within those corporate companies, they wanted to be viewed as thought leaders, as trusted advisors, you know, people that were, were well-respected. And um, through that, 
once LinkedIn in 2017 ended up launching video to its platform, it was really exciting being on the media team because I just initially took um, you know, a love to video and just trying it out on my cell phone initially, while at the same time advocating and consulting for our clients to try video on LinkedIn. And so in the combination of consulting our clients with viral video strategies and actually enabling their employees to do video from their cell phone, because a lot of, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is, is that companies think that they have to have a professional video that may have cost twenty, thirty, hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and it's not true. I my job at LinkedIn was analyzing the click through rates and the performance rates of all the videos, and it's pretty much 50 percent. It can be just organic using your cell phone as long as it's done correctly. You can have just as much of a high engagement for your video as a professionally produced video at the same time. So um, long story short, what ended up happening is I started, I was scared. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And I just started doing videos for my cell phone, started posting them, trying to educate our clients and also internally at LinkedIn, what I was doing, what are some tips? How can I help people? How can you improve engagement? And what are some just overall best practices? And from that, I ended up getting a lot of likes, a lot of views to my profile. And through that traction, it ended up snowballing. And through that, I ended up, I believe, you know, why, for example, a company like LinkedIn that has so much great talent and I'm competing against other people for these internal awards at LinkedIn, why are they going to choose me? And I believe that personally, it's because I took the initiative with my cell phone. I was in top of mind. So when they logged into the LinkedIn platform, you know, they saw my videos that had thousands of likes and many views. And that ended up enabling me to be able to be a LinkedIn learning video author, as you mentioned, for the course called Video Strategies for a High Engagement. And then I also, you know, it planted the seed, to be honest, for Let's Brainstorm, which is the company that I actually launched on September 8th. And um, I'm excited to be here. So the new organization that you are CEO of is called Let's Brainstorm, the big launch on the 8th. And taking from those years that you were at LinkedIn, earning those awards and learning how to use viral video. That is now the core of of the new organization. And you also have authored a book as well. Absolutely. Um, So just going back to, I want to share some really cool stories that um, even in my LinkedIn learning course, just to give you a little bit of behind the scenes of how that was done. I have two specific examples that I think are really unique. And one of the mistakes that I feel like many corporate companies or even small businesses don't do is they don't, um, you know, leverage their employees enough. And what I mean by that is actually using the face of their employees in video and having their employees post that video content uh, out from their individual profiles out to their network. So for example, one of the strategies that ended up having a huge success with one of my favorite clients, his name is Maltine. He works for Corn Ferry, which is you know an international executive search firm that you may know of. And um, his goal was he wanted to generate leads to a webinar. So what we ended up doing, my, my favorite coworker, Radhika Shankar and I, we went over to the Singapore office um, and trained 10 of his employees, 
how to do body language for video, which many people are scared in front of the camera because they've never had that training. Or many corporations will say, hey, everyone, I want all of you to post, but they're never given any direction or strategy or what's the overall objective that we're going to be doing together as a group. Another big pitfall is that many CEOs will say, everybody needs to post, but then they don't post themselves. So when you go about a strategy together as a unified group, which is what Corn Ferry did, Multi was the head of this. And a lot of people also just have a big misconception that at LinkedIn, everything that you need to do needs to be, um, you know, 100% professionally orchestrated. And a lot of people are scared to try new things. And so what he he did was really innovative. And, you know, we helped to consult him on this is that through leveraging his employees connections. So, for example, if you're a small company, let's just do some math here. Right. If you have uh, 20 employees on average, every single one of your employees has 500 connections. Right. So that's 10,000 first degree connections on LinkedIn. That doesn't even include like your second or your third degree connections. Once that video starts getting some likes and some engagement, some comments, that's going to go out to even more people, right? So that's what we did. We created a strategy that harnessed those connections of your employees with the overall goal of gaining attendees to the webinar. And the result was within eight days, he ended up generating 1,900 leads to his webinar, which, and then it was a majority of that was through the organic growth, which was fantastic. So that's one um, client example that I think, you know, more, anybody can do this, right? Any of you that are listening can absolutely do this. Um, well, the one thing that I find fascinating is, you know, you you have a set of skills from inside LinkedIn and uh, you have these lessons that you've learned over your career. You mentioned a couple of great stories. I'd love to get to the second one here in a moment. Um, with Let's Brainstorm and as you start to move out into the corporate world, you know, you you had to move into this business because of this thing that we're all dealing with, uh, the COVID item. <laughs> Um, and and come back to to the U.S. Um, have do you feel that LinkedIn's prominence is is bigger now with the fact that more of us are online and um, you know what we call the COVID effect? It's you know it's had a number of different types of effect, but you know are people consuming more information um, through LinkedIn? Absolutely. Um, you know LinkedIn ends up being the number one most trusted platform time and time again. And one of the things that's really interesting that I think has really evolved from LinkedIn is that initially it was viewed as a place for people to connect and for people to look for jobs. And now it's really changing where people go there to learn. And that's why I think everybody as a business owner can really take advantage of their knowledge from their own experiences and teach people something new. Every single one of us has our own experiences and something unique that we bring to the table. And um, you probably, even yourself, George, you know, you have like three tips that you can teach somebody about whether it's podcasts or just entrepreneurial lifestyle. People want to learn from you. And so if you're able to package this up, you'll be surprised how many followers, how many new conversations that are inbound that you'll end up generating for your business. 
No, I've been a big proponent of LinkedIn for a long time. And I've noticed in the last six, eight months that, you know, when we do um, some video and to your point, it's actually interesting, the professional stuff and then the stuff that is, you know, couple takes in because, you know, uh, Colleen's particular, I'm going to use Colleen. No, but it, it does, it doesn't matter. Both versions, the real pro stuff, we bring John Miller in, the big camera, that gets good engagement. But the stuff we just pull off with a with a selfie, you know, type video, that gets great engagement as well, and it's very authentic. Um, so we've talked about the viral video strategy, big believer. We've talked about activating employees and getting that network effect, and then this idea of elevating the personal brand. Mm. And, and I I've pushed this for a long time. I believe that sales people. Um, you know, take a page from real estate agents. They build a personal brand. But I find that a lot of corporations are, oh, do I really want to build Johnny's personal brand? Because then Johnny yeah. might leave. Um, you know, how right. do, you, do you have an answer for that? And and I know we're going to talk about building personal brands. So I'd love to get your take on it. So just to clarify, to let everybody know what we're talking about when we mean personal brand, the your personal brand is the public's perception of you. Right. And as a corporation, as you mentioned, George, many companies are really scared to invest in their individual employees in fear that they might leave. Um, you know, it's kind of like a, a really good analogy of this is when I first started working at LinkedIn back in 2015 and clients would say, well, I don't want to tag my employees to LinkedIn because then somebody else is going to steal them, you know, on the company page. <laughs> Um, you know, you're in fear of that, right? But at the end of the day, you know, what ends up happening is when you look at just like when you're creating a logo for your own business, right? The logo that ends up having the, the best logo that impacts your engagement rate, which impacts the cost per lead, which impacts, you know, potential revenue for your company. So the content that you create for your company is really important that you're creating content with a high engagement rate. And one of the best ways to do that is by leveraging your individual employees. Your individual employees by your audience are trusted more than your company name usually, nine times out of 10, I'll say. You know, people know that person and they'll trust what they say versus, for example, a CEO. So it's really important to be able to leverage not only that person, but also, as I mentioned earlier, with activating employees, that person's individual connections as well. But you got to go about doing it the right way. So I wouldn't just say, go ahead and, you know, you want to elevate the, the personal brand of all employees of your company and just push them out there and let them say whatever they want, because that's another big fear that people are worried. I don't know. I don't trust that person, or I don't think that they're um, camera friendly. Well, chances are you probably have never trained them on how to talk right. like you, right? Not everybody's a professional uh, podcaster um, or public speaker such as yourself. And also many people, um, as I mentioned earlier, body language, huge fear. And also a third fear is people don't know how to post for social media. They don't know how to write. They've been taught how to write in school, but not for social media. So this book really covers that. Um, to really teach people now in this digital age, working from home, as you mentioned, how can you stand out? 
now we're all working from home. So whether it's you're wanting to stand out amongst your coworkers and you want to gain clients, or maybe you just want to work smarter at scale, right? So what are the best tools that are needed? So for example, the book goes over which apps to use from your cell phone, which you can take video that auto display captions at the bottom, how to write, how to use what kind of body language works best, what kind of images, what topics work best, uh, work best for LinkedIn. And for all the listeners for Conquer Local, I just want to be able to give a free gift of the book called How to Elevate Your Personal Brand. And um, for the end of, till the end of 2020, if you type in Conquer Local as one word, as a promo code, um, you'll be able to receive a complimentary copy of my book. Oh, well, thank you for that. I'm sure our listeners will love it. I I want to ask a couple questions. Um, what what shouldn't we put on LinkedIn? What's what's a just do not do this? Yeah, absolutely. So I would just say, you know, anything that maybe your boss doesn't want you to post. You know, you you have to think about, you know, if you work for a very conservative company, you do want to go ahead and get uh, corporate guidelines. But just so you know, like LinkedIn, if you're, uh, you know, LinkedIn doesn't control the content that you post on your company page in terms of your employees' corporate brand guidelines, just so you know, right? So if your company ever goes and complains to LinkedIn, oh, so-and-so didn't follow our brand guideline, like LinkedIn's not really going to care about that. It's really more so about making sure that you're posting things that follow our content rules, which, you know, are making sure that you're not posting things. For example, you may not know this, but we don't let, allow things to be posted in terms of the paid side related to cryptocurrency, um, things related to alcohol, um, related to gambling, those types of topics. But if you are speaking from your own perspective, giving out tips and advice related to your professional career, your own personal opinion, Another thing that I would recommend is that a lot of people think that they have to know it all. And that's not true. You don't need to know it all. And you can actually ask a question to your network if you don't know the answer. You know, you can do, you can just, um, you know, write something to the extent that, you know, question or um, survey. And now people are going to be doing like polls on LinkedIn as one of the new features. So you can, you can always survey your audience, survey your connections and ask them if you don't know the answer. Just be yourself is what I would say to that. It's not Facebook though. It's, it's a hmm. professional lens. And I find, you know, that there is a bit of a train wreck on there every once in a while. But I also find that LinkedIn kind of polices itself where you somebody will post something and you'll see the comments underneath and go, don't post that here. This is a professional network. Um, and, and that's just happening virally we're seeing online. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I think LinkedIn trains our community to do because we don't want junk. And if you see the little three dots on your post or any post that shows up on your newsfeed, you, know, you could train that algorithm of what you want it to display to you by giving the feedback that you don't want this type of content to be shown towards you. But absolutely, we don't want, you know, professional content to be just, I mean, unprofessional content to, to be displayed on our network. So, um yeah, I I would want to make sure that we have high integrity and ethical content and not something that's spammy as well. You know, if there's something about your weekend that is not related to your work, that goes somewhere else, not LinkedIn, right? Absolutely. And then that professional photography 
um, you know, not not the picture of the beach and you know that type of thing. Having something that is, you know, it's it's almost like the the photo on the back of the business card that you know the real estate agent gives you. It's professional and and it represents your professional brand. Uh, we see now. What about this that happens? And it, I'm sure, it drives you as much nuts as it drives me, where you get the message, you know, hey George, how's it going? And then the very next message, they try to sell you something. And it, and it comes through mm. in mail, mm. you know, de- definitely yeah. a do not do. Yeah. I get a lot of those. And, you know, for those people that are doing that, if you're on the call, um, you know, you'll, they'll know it themselves because they'll have a low in mail acceptance rate. And then eventually they'll end up getting blocked. <laughs> so, right. The, the uh, algorithm you know, is built to protect against that type of thing. And you used the word spammy earlier. That's a spammy thing to do. And, and your chances of success are quite low. Right. So what I would recommend maybe instead is why don't you just post a video giving some tips related to your services um, you know, or maybe you can contact Let's Brainstorm. We can try to think of a fun <laughs> way to promote your services or your product rather than just spammy. One one example I'll, I'll give you, you know, LinkedIn, even our own relationship managers, um, this guy, his name is Richard Sexton that I worked with in um, Singapore. And I not once I got comfortable with video, I trained all my um team to do video themselves and enabling them go ahead and try it and and post it and what had happened is that in the past this is you know there's actual screenshot of this um whatsapp text message it's in my book but he received a message from his client that said oh rich i'm really swamped right now i'm not interested And then rich actually did a video from his profile explaining the three benefits of purchasing a LinkedIn corporate product rather than using the online version of a product called Recruiter that we have. And then what ended up happening is that he ended up generating inbound leads. And that same client that blew him off previously sent him another text and say, hey, Rich, I saw your text message and let's chat. Are you free for a meeting You know, next week? So for all those people that are spamming the network, what I would recommend if you if you see that you have a low in-mail acceptance rate, which, for example, in the U.S. is like anything below 20 percent, then you would want to maybe change up your strategy to instead educate your network, giving them some tips and benefits instead of always just asking. If you're always just asking and you're not giving anything in return, you kind of come come across selfish. Well, we, we've now come full circle because at the very beginning of uh, our interview, you were talking about LinkedIn is the place that people go to learn. And I'm seeing more and more these beautiful certificates of people who have completed LinkedIn learning courses online. It's one of the core pillars of the platform. But by delivering that value from a, a learning standpoint, um, and that's right in your feed. So it, it's it's by having the right content there that is that nurturing, teaching, building that brand, um, and and then you get that inbound demand that that uh, where they raise their hand and say, "Boy, I've been you know following you online. I see some value there. I'd like to learn more." And and 
Um, I'm, I'm finding a really nice chunk of inbound leads coming through my own LinkedIn profile now. We, in, we invest, we, because it's not just me. There's a team of people that are working inside that profile. Do you find that in larger organizations where it's a, you know, there, it, you mentioned the, the whole staff, but there's this congruent effort to use this channel properly to engage that audience. It, it, it's growing, but, you know, is it everyone's doing it? 50% are doing it? You know, I, I just like to kind of set the stage for our audience that if I haven't done it yet, I'm not late to the party or, you know, where, where do you think it is, is something that a, that a business owner or that one of our listeners should be adopting? You know, that's a, a tough question because it depends on the target audience. From my perspective, just working there from 2015, I would say that how it initially started is, you know, people from a sales point of view they would be the ones sending out the in-mail messages. And now it's completely evolved where you get people like Gary Vanderchuk, you know, who is a media guru who now is saying, you know, forget all other platforms. I now want to invest all of my time on LinkedIn because just like you, George, he's saying, I'm noticing I'm getting a lot more quality leads. And I really enjoyed my time at LinkedIn. It was so valuable because and rewarding. And the reason for that is because many people would say, hey, I've invested on other social media platforms. And yes, the cost per lead on the paid advertising side is more expensive. But when you actually look at the conversion rate of those leads, that's where LinkedIn ends up being the cheapest. Well, it's, it's interesting you bring up Gary Vee because a really good friend of mine, Jim Thompson, who used to run uh, audience over at Billboard magazine and Hollywood Reporter is actually doing analytics for Gary Vee right on, on his senior team. And, and he was telling me the other day that, you know, that is a big chunk of the lead gen that they're doing and the brand building that they're doing on LinkedIn. So it's, it really is a prominent platform. And I'm, I'm interested to, uh, to take you up on, on that code for your book, because I'd like to learn more about things that, that we may be able to do to do it better. But, you know, having an insider view, it's really been, uh, it's been getting my brain rolling here about how we could uh, help more organizations utilize this. Is, is it just the viral video or are there other things you're starting to see the LinkedIn platform being used for? Just This is a right out of the blue question, but I'm wondering what you hmm. see around the corner. I think that now with everybody working from home, you know, video is going to... Uh, you know, remain number one for a long time. And it's not just going to be, uh, you know, the pre-recorded videos. It's going to be live and such as simulcasting um, to multiple different platforms at one time. Uh, LinkedIn has announced this already, but in the future, you're going to be able to use lead generation form for your events. So virtual events, as you know, now are really popular, but that's just going to become increasing in the future. And the more integrations as well that um, LinkedIn and other social media platforms create, that's going to be able to make things use, more user friendly and bring everybody together. But what I would say that, you know, I would recommend for every single small business is to not only think about video, but also think about not only audio, but music. You know, music and sound take up 65% of their overall entertainment experience. And that's huge. And, you know, like that Pavlov's dog type of concept, you know, if you can connect custom music to your brand, 
that's going to be huge, whether that's through the podcast or through these little mini videos that you create. And that's one of the strengths that Let's Brainstorm, we create custom music and sound for our customers. And I'm really proud because one of our first customers, um, we have a team of 14 people, including custom sound team, and they ended up purchasing the IP from us because to this day, the song that we ended up creating is stuck in my head. It's so catchy and it's going to go viral. And um, that's where I feel like the future is going to go playing more in particular to audio and video we combined with combined all together. So I think I think I get where you're going with this. Are we talking about an audio signature? Like, you know, let's use Intel because it's, you know, where they play that little sound clip. And we got, you've got our uh, sound engineer, Mr. Brent here. He's nodding and smiling because he's a big believer in this. And, and are you also talking about a theme song or is it both? It's everything. It's from the jingle you know, a lot of companies, they don't spend any money on creating custom music or sounds for unless they have a professional podcast, you know, so for example, every single company that's on LinkedIn, they should have custom music and sound with a little jingle for every, every single, whether it's a product or um, for their company, when you're on the homepage that people can either opt into to turn on. Nowadays, I think people aren't really taking advantage of that. And when you look at what videos go viral, it's the ones that have good sound and good songs related to it. Right. Um, well, so it's that's an emotional I, connection as soon as you get that mm, sound there. Absolutely. And not only um, emotional, but sometimes through sound, you know, you're able to depict and do some storytelling that you're not able to do visually or vice versa that complement each other really nicely. So I would challenge, you know, every single person business owner who's looking at this to really think about, hey, when was the last time we've refreshed our music to go together with our video? Um, and that's really something that's going to be a game changer for every single company in the future. One other thing that, you know, if we've got somebody online that's a LinkedIn expert, worked there for a number of years in behind the curtain, um, you know, LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft. And, mm. you know, what one thing we notice is these organizations purchase you know, SaaS startup companies and, and bring them into the fold, there's more tight integrations there with the mothership. Um, are, is that more that we can expect that LinkedIn's going to work better with Microsoft Teams and, and with the Microsoft platform? Like what, what do you see coming there? Yeah, I mean, some of the things that you may have already seen already are, um, for example, when you log into Microsoft Word right now, and if you've ever updated your resume, you know, it'll give you recommendations on words based on what other people on LinkedIn have put onto their profile. And that actually is going to increase the member overall member population as well, as long as as well as, for example, in some countries like Japan, we've got the QR code because everybody uses QR codes in Japan to be able to connect with other people on the network. So absolutely, you know, LinkedIn doesn't really discuss a lot of its future plans or that I would be able to share publicly, but I'm really excited about everything related to video that they're planning and with events and um, all of the integrations related to those combined. You know, I think that one of the things, if um, if anything, LinkedIn has the most powerful paid media targeting out of all platforms. 
So, um, you know, if you're thinking about whether you should be investing in, in what platform, if you're a B2B company, I'd highly recommend, you know, I'm not getting paid to say this. I no longer work for LinkedIn, but I've, I've looked, I've done ads on Facebook and other platforms for my, um, getting ready to launch my own business. And I'm just really disappointed with some of the targeting capabilities on other platforms. And it's really incredible. So if you can combine all of these things together, a strong marketing strategy, a fantastic video with really great sound, and you get it in front of the right audience, you don't need your video to be in front of everybody, but just to your one specific audience, it can be very powerful. Well, Nina Blankenship, the CEO of Let's Brainstorm, joining us this week on the Conquer Local podcast. Really appreciate your insights around LinkedIn and video. And thank you for that very, very generous offer of the uh, how to elevate your personal brand in seven days with the promo code, which is Conquer Local, all one word for all of our listeners. We really appreciate that. And I'm sure that our listeners will love learning from you and and uh, those years of experience that you have uh, working at LinkedIn and, and all the best in your new uh, company. It's, it's exciting to see this and it's, um, you, you strike me as, a, as an entrepreneur, so I'm sure that you will do very, very well at this and, and help a lot of organizations with the uh, Let's Brainstorm uh, organization. So congratulations. Thank you, George. And if anybody here is listening that is interested in a viral video for their company, please reach out to me. I'm looking for testimonials and examples for my website, so I'd love to collaborate. And we will have all of the information that you need to connect with Nina. Uh, Producer Colleen will get it into the notes here on the episode. So thanks for joining us and uh, enjoy your day out in Orlando. I hope you stay safe there and really appreciate your time, Nina. Thank you, George. Some great learnings from Nina and uh, her new organization, Let's Brainstorm. We'll give you all of the contact information in the notes. And the book is entitled How to Elevate Your Personal Brand in Just Seven Days. Let's look at some of the takeaways. One that I really liked was where Nina talked about the in-mail function, where you can send out the in-mails and a lot of people do it wrong, where they just, you know, buy my stuff. What she was recommending is using the news feed and using the information that you, the content that you publish as the way to build your brand. And then you will get the inbound demand of someone going, oh, that's interesting. Let me connect with that author or with that person on the video. You can tell that she's very bullish on video. And, you know, with the awards that she's won, she knows how to leverage these video strategies. She has that three-step process in the Let's Brainstorm organization and in her book. Viral videos, activating employees, and then elevating the personal brand. And particularly in activating employees, I think that a lot of organizations just think that we all get it. Um, You should post on LinkedIn. And then the CEO doesn't even post on LinkedIn. But her math makes a lot of sense. So let's say that you got 20 employees. They each have 500 plus contacts. You now have this audience of 10,000 that you can reach in just that first level contacts. I use LinkedIn all the time to make connections and to network and to drive the brand for this podcast. And it has been very effective. I can tell you from personal experience that by activating employees and elevating their personal brands and utilizing that video, you can increase your positioning with the folks that you are trying to influence. And one of the final lessons is rather than spam, because nobody likes spam, 
Um, use the LinkedIn network as an education tool. In fact, we all know, and we've been telling you this on the Conquer Local podcast since we started, that selling is more about teaching and it's more about helping the prospect. And you can do that through an education type process. Again, not in in-mail, in the newsfeed and in your content that you're delivering through LinkedIn. So thanks to Nina for joining us. And thanks for that very generous offer with the promo code using Conquer Local, all one word. And you can get a copy of her new book, How to Elevate Your Personal Brand in Just Seven Days. The Conquer Local community is where you can reach out and speak to Nina and any of our other guests. Since we brought in the community, it gives you a forum where you can speak to them and ask questions. Um, it is at conquerlocal.com forward slash community. My name is George Lee. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local podcast with your host, George Lee. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, sound lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath.